I know the Knicks are not going to win each and every game that they play. I understand that. But when the Knicks face the Celtics, I don't know about you guys, but I circle that game on the calendar. Because number one, it's a test. You get to see what this Knicks team can do against one of the best teams in the league. But also, it's a rivalry game. I remember the Rajon Rondos and the Paul Pierces of the world. I remember those games. And now I'm seeing Jason Tatum do it nearly all over again to this Knicks team. We're going to break down this game, see exactly why this Knicks team lost this game, and what was one thing that they were missing that potentially, if they had it, could have secured their victory. We're going to break down all of this and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. The New York Knicks fail to get revenge on the Boston Celtics. Now, if you remember, guys, opening night, it was the Celtics versus the Knicks. The Knicks came close, actually had the lead late in the fourth, but ultimately lost that game. But they were riding a three-game winning streak headed into this game. They were blowing out teams, playing very good basketball. But then they faced a Boston Celtics team that looks very, very good. Their chemistry looks better than it did opening night. And even though the Knicks had the lead for the better part of that first half, as soon as it came after halftime, the Celtics responded. They took the lead. They kept the lead. And really, guys, they never let go of it. Final score, 114 to 98. Now, the game was closer than the final score would lead you to believe if you were watching the full game. But that final quarter, that fourth quarter, the Knicks couldn't do anything. Jason Tatum went off three after three after three. He was making hard shots. The Knicks were defending him, sometimes throwing bodies after bodies at him. But it didn't matter because sometimes when you're a superstar, those shots are just going to go in. And that's exactly what happened for Tatum. He took over, he took control, and he led the Celtics to this win over the New York Knicks. The Knicks were missing R.J. Barrett during this game, and unfortunately, they fell to 5-on-5 for the season. Tatum, like we talked about earlier, went off against this Knicks team, had 35 points, 6 rebounds, and 7 assists. He went off, and he found his shot. Late in that third quarter, he couldn't hit anything. But superstars are going to shoot. He is going to shoot. And he found his rhythm. He found his shot. And he tore the Knicks apart in that final quarter and never looked back. Also, with Brunson, he gave you 26. Randall gave you 25. Hart, who started in place of R.J. Barrett, who was out due to migraine, had 16 points. Quentin Grimes, great from three-point land, was four of six from there, 12 points tonight. But it didn't matter. After all of those things that the Knicks tried to do, even taking the lead at some point during this game, and even though they tried their best, giving everything they could on the defensive end, and to an extent on the offensive end, even without R.J. Barrett being part of this game, they could not close out this Celtics team, especially when healthy. You had KP going off. You had Tatum going off. To an extent, you had Jalen Brown doing his thing. And then you had obviously some of their bench players doing their thing. Hauser doing their thing. 
they had a lot of players who are underrated in terms of what they can bring to this team. Because if the big three are not going off or doing their thing, you have their other bench players who can hit the three, who can drive to the basket, who can give you quality minutes when they're playing for this Celtics team. So the Celtics are deep. They have a good bench, but also they have a very good starting five. One of the best starting fives in the entire league. And I think we saw why. Because they can score in bunches whenever they want to. And you have to fear each and every one of them going off. Tatum went off, right? Jalen Brown, he can go off too. Oh yeah. And Kristaps Porzingis, yeah, he can go off too. The Celtics have multiple players who can go off and do exactly what they need to do to help that Celtics team win games. I thought they closed out the Knicks very well. And unfortunately, the Knicks could not respond. They were missing R.J. Barrett. In my opinion, he was the key to this game. If the Knicks had R.J. for this game, in my humble opinion, the game is closer than this. And I believe the Knicks have a better shot to win. They might even win this game. But without R.J., it's going to be very, very tough. Because honestly, yeah, you had Grimes for a little bit. Yeah, you had Hart to an extent for a little bit. But Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle needed more help and needed another consistent scorer who could help defenses look at him so that way the paint could open up just a little bit more for Brunson and Randle to create. And I think if R.J. Barrett was on the floor, he presents that body in order to do that. And this season, given what he's done, you have to respect his game and what he's doing. So defenses are going to collapse on him, are going to look at him, and that's going to lead to more openings in the paint for your other pieces of your big three in Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. It also opens up the court for your other shooters on the floor, a.k.a. Quentin Grimes. So his presence on the floor tonight could have helped the entire Knicks starting five, in my opinion. But he wasn't there, and the Knicks sorely missed him. I truly believe the Knicks win this game if R.J. Barrett plays. But something else we have to note. Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson is only as effective as he is closer in that paint. The further you take Mitchell Robinson out of that paint, the less effective he is. And that's why centers, stretch fives if you will, that can shoot the ball very well from the three and also very well from the perimeter, are always, always going to give Mitchell Robinson fits and a hard time because he is one of the most elite offensive rebounders in the game. But what happens to one of the most offensive elite rebounders in the game when you take him further away from the paint? Is he as lethal? Is he as effective? Easy answer to that question. No, he's not. And Kristaps Porzingis, to his credit, did exactly that with Mitchell Robinson. He took him outside of the paint to the three-point line territory, made him uncomfortable, still hit hard, difficult shots over him, and made him pay for guarding him all the way out there, and then took away his impact from the offensive glass. Led to the Celtics getting way more second-chance opportunities than they would have gotten if Mitchell Robinson was more dedicated to the paint. But when you have a guy like Kristaps Porzingis out there, You have to make sure you defend him no matter where he is. Because if you let him get hot, he could do what Jason Tatum does in half the time. Because he'd do it from the three-point line. So the Knicks understand that, recognize that, and wanted to try to shut KP down. Because he was one of the catalysts for the Celtics and their win on opening night. And to an extent, they held him in check. But they could not 
hold Jason Tatum in check. And with the Knicks remaining big two, since RJ Barrett was out for this game, you had Julius Randle with 25 points, 7 of 19 from the field. So obviously he still has to get better in that regard. Nine rebounds was a team high and five assists also was a team high, which I really like to see because even though his offense has not been going well some games to start this season and also during this game, he doesn't give up on the other things. He was playing very good defense. He was also going out to get rebounds. But more importantly, guys, he was passing the ball and playmaking. And I like the fact that he was doing that, even though his shot wasn't falling consistently. So you got to respect him in that regard. And then after Julius Randle, you obviously have Jalen Brunson, the other part of the Knicks big three who gave you everything that he could. 10 of 21 from the field, 26 points, 3 of 7 from 3, 4 assists. Jalen Brunson did everything possible to try to help the Knicks beat this Celtics team. Now, maybe he could have passed the ball just a little bit more, but I also thought he tried to break down the Celtics, what they were doing on the defensive end, try to get his shot across and let them know that this was not going to be like opening night where they tried to play him very hard and they got to him. I think this game, he wanted to make a statement and a point that no matter what you can throw at him, Jalen Brunson is Jalen Brunson and he can score whenever he wanted to. And I think part of his assist numbers and the hockey assist numbers is to help get other players involved so they can be taken as a threat so his game gets easier. I think he understands right now, currently, that the way his game can get better and evolve is if he passes the ball more and play makes more. Because if other people on the Knicks get involved and they become a threat for defenses, it just makes the game so much easier for Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen did a really good job tonight. He was one of the main reasons that we were in this game for so long. But unfortunately, he cannot do it by himself for the entire game. He's going to need help from different players on the Knicks. Not just Julius Randle. And to an extent, not just RJ Barrett. Though, if he was involved in this game, it would have definitely helped the New York Knicks and Jalen Brunson a lot. Shout out to RJ Barrett. I hope he gets better fast. We're going to need him against the Hawks in this Wednesday matchup. Obviously, I think the Knicks can take that game if they're healthy and they're locked in and focused. And they're definitely going to want to take this victory because there's not going to be easy games moving forward. Even though, quote unquote, the schedule is lighter to start these couple of games than they were to start the season. It doesn't matter. On any given night, any NBA team can beat this New York Knicks team. They have to be locked in and they have to be focused. And I think they will be. And if they get RJ Barrett back, they are going to be even more locked in. Mitchell Robinson should be even more effective because his presence in the paint will be there without question. I do not take the Hawks team lightly. They have won a lot of quality games as of late, even though they started off the season a little bit rough. So I want to give the Hawks a little bit of credit and take them seriously. And the Knicks better take them seriously focus and lock in and get this W so they can move forward on this road trip and continue to build off of that W hopefully that they get on Wednesday night against the Hawks but what about you guys what did you think about tonight's loss against the Boston Celtics and do you agree with me do you think the New York Knicks would have won this game if RJ Barrett played let me know in the comments below because honestly guys I would love to hear from you 
But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. But of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.